See, you know this song. I love this song. You know, it's crazy. Most pe- Somebody asked me if it was the theme song to Fat Albert. When we started- <laughs> they were like, is this the theme song? I go, yeah. Okay. That's what I'm playing to start the podcast. It's Fat Albert. Can you name more than one character? I can only name two. No. Mushmouth? Oh, that's three. I didn't know the name of it. I didn't know it. Fat Albert. Yeah. You know the other one? And this is the only reason I know it. Because this is one of my favorite quotes. Rudy, you like a day in July. No class. Rudy, you like a day over Thanksgiving vacation. A job turkey. Um, should I be laughing right now? No. <laughs> I mean, how good is this? I know you're a rock girl. No, no, no. This Shaka Khan, come on. I, I like know. everything. Me too. But she's amazing. Now, I've asked people this before, and since you like this, um, and you are a big music person. By the way, this is Carrie Keegan, everybody. Hey, everybody. This is Josh Uh, Wolf's podcast. It's uh, fairly normal. You're tuning in right now. Oh, wow. Thanks for doing my job for me. Uh, (laughs) You're clearly better at my job than I am. Um, First of all, I'm so happy to have you here. Uh, Are I, you gonna give everybody like the the full background of how we, we will how as we met as we as we get into in it? Love. We really did. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Spent all those many hours alone, staring together. into each other's eyes. <laughs> you poking at my hernia. Remember? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you loved poking at my hernia. Does everyone know about your hernia? I used to have this big bump. Is it? Would you call it a bump? It was like a bubble sticking out of my stomach. Because I had a hole there. Underneath. Yeah. And so my intestines were kind of leaking out. Oozing out into and the skin area. And you loved to poke at Because it, it was huge. <laughs> you literally had the biggest Audi belly button oh, next to your Next to my belly, belly button. button. It was like double belly button. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the hernia was bigger than my belly button. It was huge. Yeah, yeah, It yeah. was like your thumb. You and thumb sticking yes, out of your stomach. It was the, <laughs> you showed up, so he and I went shark diving one, one day. Can I ever you tell you how fucked up, up I was yeah. when I went? Well, I saw you. We were, yes, so we. Sh- I show up. I'm waiting for Josh. Mm-hmm. This is Josh's show we're doing. This was this, so um, we we're hosting Shark Week, Shark After Dark, and we and we were gonna go diving with the sharks. And um, what they didn't know before I went is one I had never. Put a scuba suit on. Right. I had never snorkeled before. <laughs> I had never worn flippers. Problem number seven. And they were just gonna. And I, I'm not a good swimmer. <laughs> and they didn't tell me they were tying a weight to my waist, and they just threw me off the fucking boat. <laughs> well, okay. That's part of what scuba diving is all about. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta. You need a lesson or something. I mean, all right. So break it down. Break it down. Break it down. So he shows up and he's got sunglasses on. Yeah. And you just look like death. And I did saw, I ever tell you why? Well, I said, what's wrong with you? And you took your sunglasses off and you looked like your eyes were about to bug out of your head. And you said, I have the worst migraine I've ever had in my life. You know what I found out that was? It's called a cluster headache. Have you ever heard of that before? (laughs) No, it sounds terrible. It's fucking, okay. So a cluster headache is something that I I believe happens mostly to men, but it's like migraine times a hundred. And they're like, there's no medicine that really can take the pain away. Well, I had over-medicated, clearly. <laughs> oh, that was on meds? Oh, yeah. You, you looked horrible. I had taken two hydrocodones, 
half, maybe three quarters of an edible called a Chiba Chew and a little bit of NyQuil with coating. You took NyQuil before we went scuba diving? I needed something. My head was killing me. Oh, and I took Dramamine. <laughs> this so- does now explain all the things. Well, so on top of your cluster headache and yeah. your over meds, like you, you also had a second belly button popping yes. out of your stomach. Again, with no support system, because with a hernia, if anyone knows, you're supposed to actually wear like yeah. a belt that holds it in so your insides don't pop out of your, your muscles in your stomach. Yeah. But you didn't have that. And we were supposed to go swimming, which is mostly kicking your legs against the Keeping, water Keeping your core tight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was not one thing that was right about that day. No, on top of that, they were throwing me off a boat. Remember they were throwing the chum around our heads? Yeah. Oh, God. Do you remember when they opened the box for that really old chum? Okay, so th- these guys, they need the full visual because there was a plastic, one of those big uh, storage bin plastic mm-hmm. um, Tupperware things sitting on the deck of the boat. And they said it had been there for a week or two. Yeah. And it had f- like fish parts in it yeah. that had just been fermenting and dying yeah. and, and just decap, or what do you call that, decomposing for two weeks. Yeah. So when they opened this thing to reveal, like, oh, this is the really good chum, they opened it and it literally smelled like death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... I think we all wanted to jump overboard just because. Yeah, you know what it smelled like? It smelled like if death had taken a shit. <laughs> yeah. <Do you> know... <laughs> and then puked on it. Yeah. And then... <laughs> That's exactly what it so, but was so when, bad. You know something smells bad when you're on a boat and the boat is moving and you're in the ocean and, and the you can still smell yes. it. Remember oh. that? Okay, so here's the the best thing. Like so it was for Discovery Channel. Yep. So they we were gonna go swimming with sharks, which we did. And that was pretty cool. Sort of. Yeah, I mean they <laughs> took a little while for them to come up. But that little nurse shark came up and and uh it was a shark this big. I know. Right? And the Mako was cut. And they were like, we got to get the shot. But they were like, um, I said, you know, he was giving me all the directions. And I said to him, hey, uh, that's great. But or when do we get, when do I get like my, my um, snorkel lessons? And he goes, what? I go, well, I've never snorkeled before. And he was like, you've never snorkeled before? And I go, no, I've never worn, worn a wetsuit either. He was like, this is not going to be good for you. He said, you're going to have to sign, this is what he called it, the extra waiver. <laughs> and I said, what's that? Do you want to guess what the extra waiver says? That if you die, <laughs> yeah. you don't get to sue Discovery <laughs> Channel. Yeah, No, it, it fucked Discovery Channel. It was the boat guy. He was like, you need, I go, how many people signed the extra waiver? He goes, I've been doing this 20 years. One person has signed the extra waiver, but you're going to need to sign it. You know, remember the first time they, they threw me in and I sunk like a rock because <laughs> I had a 15 or 10 pound weight tied onto me and I didn't fucking know what to do. I'm not a good swimmer. Well, I found that out very quickly. I know they t- tell them how they remedied it. Do you remember they they tied a rope around my waist and tied me to the boat? Oh so, yeah, they bo- yeah, you were basically a buoy. I was basically bait. So just in case a shark did come, guess who else could everybody could get out of the water except for guess who? Do you remember how sick you were when we had to get back in and oh. you were floating at the top? And it was, you were going to throw up in your little mask and it was really gross. It was but you know what? I didn't I felt so bad for But you I went in. Say. I went in. I went in. You took one for the team. So not only were we waiting for the sharks for like eight hours that day, yeah. you were dying, and um, and we were just in water, and the shark that showed up was this big. But <laughs> you know what? And the other one, the Mako, was so far away. Remember the Mako? That was, he was like, oh, there's no. a Mako. I was like, 
I can barely see it. He's like, yeah, he's not getting closer. I'm like, what can we do here? No. I uh, think that wasn't, I think he was lying. No, I saw the makeup. You're lying, But it too. could have been like a swordfish. I went back on the boat and I ate Triscuits. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> Triscuits is a clown that we had on the boat, just <laughs> in case everybody didn't know. <laughs> and Carrie loves clowns. We had a clown named Triscuit, and she went back on the boat and ate Triscuits. Uh, you know what we were just talking about before uh, we turned the mics on? Well, a couple things. We, I we, we had a you, whole life of yes, stuff to talk about. I asked you if you were, because somebody asked me a question recently that I, well, I got two questions recently that I had never been asked before. One, somebody, I, I was talking to a friend of mine who was gay. I think I mentioned this on the podcast before, so we'll, we'll do it. No, we'll do another one. Uh, there's the other question. Somebody said, do you think you're more torso or legs? And now, I'm not talking where your weight is, because I know where most of your weight on your body <laughs> I'm is. A, I'm slightly top-heavy, but I don't know what you're talking about. Right, right. Just means you have but a lot of you have an extra heavy brain. Folded me in half. What do you think? I, nobody well, ever I asked mean, me we that could before. Try. We to could fold you in half. Yeah, Stand so, up. Let me see. Hold on. I see. I, I see you try. as proportional. You're very flexible, Carrie Keegan. Goes down to my ankles. Wait. Why are you so flexible? Why are you not? That's the question. Do you want to see how unflexible yes, I am? Let me okay. see. This is great, but for those of you who aren't watching, <laughs> I want you to see how unflexible I am. Ready? Oh, there it is. That's He's, it. You're basically less, you're more than a 90 degree angle. Well, I, <laughs> you're almost. Like, you're still at like. <laughs> almost. Why are you so flexible? Have you always been that flexible? Yeah. Did you do gymnastics or anything growing up? I did. I stopped doing gymnastics for two reasons. I got I boobs. know one of them, yep. <laughs> yeah, and um, I broke my arm. Doing gymnastics? Yeah. Doing what? I was um, attempting to do a backflip off the uneven parallel bars, yeah. and I was tired, and I shouldn't have been doing it, and I... How old were you? Uh, I don't know, 13 or so. How old were you when you got boobs? Oh, somewhere around there, 11. 11? It probably started when I was 11, yeah. 11 years old, you were getting boobs? Yeah, what is that, fourth, fifth grade? Fifth grade, I think, yeah. We're, excuse me, were you the only person in fifth grade with boobs? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did that attract much older dudes? Well, here's the thing. In my class, uh, you know, it was good, I was a good Catholic school girl. And you were in Buffalo. And I was in Buffalo. Right. But my class only had five boys. So it... I got teased by the girls. The boys were still so far behind. They right. didn't really know what it was yet. Although one, imp and by the way, and one of them I was related to. So like, you can't, <laughs> all of that would have been right. Weird. But um, like the, the one boy that I liked since like kindergarten um, would talk to me all of a sudden. But all he would do was just make fun of me. So. I couldn't win. There was no right. winning. And the girls were just, I remember the first day I showed up with a bra was horrible. And I just get, I get poked in the back by the cool girl in the class. And she was like, oh, she wasn't that cool. She didn't have Carrie a bra. Carrie has a bra. I was like, shut up. Totally mortified. I've been mortified ever since. That's crazy. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, so fifth grade boobs, uh, at, at what age? Did the older guys start going, hey, she's got boobs? I'm not grade? really sure because I really, I I fought it. I fought it for like a lot of my life. What do you mean fought it? I just didn't. It was not part of who I was. You tried to pretend they weren't there. Uh-huh. I didn't even know what they were. They just all of a sudden, uh, they surprised me one day and, and 
like I couldn't run fast anymore without hurting <laughs> without myself. Without knocking a tooth <laughs> yeah. out. And so, and I used to be a really fast runner. I was a really good sprinter. Yeah. Win all kinds of awards and things. And then I just, I got made fun of so much that I just stopped. I couldn't do it anymore. Really? Yeah. They were not my friends. I was not one of those happy girls of like, yay, I have a bra and boobs. I was, no, I could not, I didn't want the attention. I didn't want the complication. Right. I just wanted to be like everybody else. Mm, yeah. And so that, that didn't work no. out. <laughs> what age did you welcome them with open arms? Um, I was an adult by the time I did that. Was there something like? Was there a a a a happening where you were like, you know what? These are actually okay. Or was it just a gradual? Um. Well, I got a job at Hooters accidentally. Mm -hmm. Well, I shouldn't say accidentally, How but I mean? really needed the money. Right. <laughs> so I, I was, stripping obviously was not something I was going to be doing if I was still afraid of them. I did that three times. Did you? Yep. And? Did you make money? That's why I said uh, three times. Because... Okay, I'm not sure I've ever. Because you were embarrassed how little money you made the first time, you had to redeem yourself <laughs> the second time. Second time you made a lot more money than you thought you were gonna make. You went back the third time. I it's it's kind of like that. What happened? Listen, first I had I had hair down to the middle of my back. I, coming out of your back? Yes, just out of my back. <laughs> it actually was coming out of my ass crack. It grew up. Is that weird? No. Okay, good. Um, I have but, that too. Yeah, that's not weird. It's a reverse marking. <laughs> <laughs> I have the reverse, the reverse merkin. It's a vagina. Uh, a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> and we haven't even started drinking yet. I know a vagina also is how a Filipino says vagina. Oh, uh, a vagina. Wow, I'm gonna let you keep that one. <laughs> you're gonna back away from when we, as soon as we dip into the Asian jokes, yes. then you're not gonna like the rest of this podcast. <laughs> oh, uh, a Kerry Keegan, a, a no Rika de Asian a joke. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I went there. Yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I stripped three times. Um, and I'll tell you, like, the reason I stopped was because I needed to be fucked up. And I was like, any job that right. I need to be fucked up to do, can't do. Not just a little buzz, cause I, but fucked up. Is it because people were inviting you into the champagne room? Um, Is I, that why you needed to be fucked up? I got invited to a woman's house. This was after the second time that I had danced. You weren't dancing, Magic uh, Mike. Not a lot of dancing going on, just a lot of disgusting hip stuff. Yeah, I'm not a great mover either. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm glad you picked dancing as your profession. Yeah, <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I'm not dancing, just a lot of moving your dick around. That, I know, I can move it around. The helicopter's your signature move? Helicopter? <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never heard that before. What? I, yeah, I call it Black Hawk Down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is your dick black? It is. Oh, how did I not know that? It's half of it. It's like, a, you know that cookie is like half black and half white? Like a black and white, yeah. Yeah, so my nuts are jet black, but my dick is white. That's weird. You know, I find that phenomenon happen quite often, doesn't it? Is that true? <laughs> Wait, you said that with so much confidence. I was like, Wait a second, is that a thing? <laughs> I know somebody with jet black nuts. Well, I think if your dick is hard enough, your nuts always look darker. What? Yeah. What? It stretches the skin, so it looks it looks lighter, right? Aaron. Oh, maybe it's just really guys with really big dicks. Maybe that so that you wouldn't know. It casts a shadow over their nuts. <laughs> no, if you stretch the skin, it's gonna make it look paler, right? I'm trying to. Like, if you stretch, I guess so. When they're when they're fuller. They probably look paler or more skin color, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they tighten up, they get 
But I, know, I it's just a theory I have. Yeah, I, I don't know. know why you'd automatically go to the fact that I have a small dick. I don't know why that <laughs> is where you jump to. Um, you don't get to say you're half black without someone telling you to come back down to earth. Oh, I didn't mean like <laughs> size-wise. I meant the actual color. Um, I This woman invited me to her house, and she said, hey, basically the offer was my husband travels a lot. I would love for you to come out and give me some private shows. And so when I talked to my buddy who set me up with this job. Private jokes. Private shows. Uh, oh. <laughs> so when I talked to my buddy who set me up, because I had talked to him, he was the one who was like, I was like, how much money are you make? And he told me, I go, I'm going to fucking try that. Um, because I'll basically try anything once. Because when I, it's hard for me to say I don't, because there have been tons of things where I've been like, I'm not going to like that. And I do it. And I'm like, oh, I fucking like that. Right. So, um, okay. So I asked my buddy, I go, what's a private show? And he goes, who asked you? Who who said that? And I told him. And he goes, oh, she's got a ton of money, dude. And I go, okay. And then he goes, no, no, I, I've had a friend of mine who's gone out there for private shows. It just basically means you have to go out there and fuck her, and she'll give you a couple thousand dollars. And I'm like, what? And he goes, it's like the best gig you'll ever have. And I was like, I can't do it. And he was like, why not? I was like, I just, I, because at the end of the day, not that I didn't mind being paid for sex. That is not a moral thing that I have a problem with. Mm-hmm. There, there was a dude involved who was out of town. Do you know what I mean? Oh, your morals came in. Okay, all right. That was the only thing where it was like, even if she said, if she had said, my husband and I have an open relationship and he doesn't care, I would have been like, okay. That's, you know, if, if that's their thing, whatever. But she said, yeah, my husband's out of town, so he'll never know. And I was like, mm, that's that's where I'm going to have to... You're so sweet. Not sweet, because I would have fucked her for a couple thousand dollars. Hey, but you drew the <laughs> line somewhere, and that line was at morals. That's nice. Is it? Yeah. So then I did it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> I danced one more time, and I, I, in this, ba- I basically, in order to do it, the time before I had danced, I had taken one hit of ecstasy, and I was like, that was, oh. I, I wasn't fucked up enough. I'm gonna need two. And as soon as I was like, if I need two hits of ecstasy to do my job it's not worth it it's no right yeah i mean there are definitely days where i wish i had two hits of ecstasy but to get just to the go day, to the beach but... <laughs> <laughs> sometimes yeah <laughs> i mean i have been known to put some alcohol in my coffee mug in the morning have but... you <laughs> yes but yeah if you have to do hard drugs in order to get through the day you need to quit your job had you because you said you did hooters did this, did the idea of you were like I could strip and make a couple thousand dollars one time did that ever enter your brain? It has, yeah. Over the years, it definitely has. But well, I'm like you, I can't dance, so that's a huge problem. <laughs> and your whole dance would be look at these. I'm like Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> it's not a good sight at all. I mean, I have rhythm. I right. just don't have moves. So right. what do you do? Mm, I don't know that you can have rhythm and no moves. No, it's true. Explain that. So when you get on the dance floor, I don't. First Roger. of all, I am a chair dancer. If I do it at all, what like do you mean? I will be sitting at the bar in my chair, very mm-hmm. happily, while everyone is dancing around me, and I'll be doing this. Yes. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. And you, you got can't shoulder strip rhythm with shoulders. No. <laughs> it's no. Not giving you anything. You got shoulder rhythm. Yeah, that's it. That's not, that means you don't have rhythm because you don't have feet rhythm. You're like me. You can make it look like on the upper body, oh, I know what I'm doing. And then you look at your feet and you're like, no, you don't. I can make my feet tap in in a, the proper rhythm. They're mm. just not going to move around a lot. <laughs> not, I'm not going to turn into a rocket all of a sudden where it's like, woo, you know, it's, no. 
That's not it. No. Plus, you know, like I went to a lot of metal shows. You don't dance at metal shows. You you know what? This one of the things that I love the most about you is that one, you not only do you like music, but you like metal. Eighties <laughs> glam yeah. metal. Yeah. <laughs> and not only that, you would like hard liquor. You like James. Oh, I didn't know where that sentence was going. Yeah, you like hard <laughs> liquor. Liquor. Um, you love Jameson. I do. I like scotch, period, whiskey. Do you really? Things. Yeah. Is that your drink? It is. Yeah. It has been for the last few years, yeah. You're also a phenomenal. I've seen pictures of what you bake. You've never actually. You're oh, already... you haven't eaten any of no. it. No. Well, now you're not even on a sugar thing, I so. I can't do sugar, I know. I, I don't know what to do for you. It's been really I can difficult. Blend up some hummus for you or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you know, a the, hummus pie. The funny thing about baking for me, I re- I like to cook. I, I don't claim to be any good at it, but I really like to cook. But the problem is, is when you cook dinner, it has to be or lunch or whatever. It has to be served then, unless you're making something like a stew or something you can right. serve later. But really, it's meant to be eaten then, and you know, I'm cooking for one ninety percent of the time, so. Nah. Right. That's no fun. But baking, baking, it, it serves all the purposes. I can get out that thing that like I need to finish something. I need to complete a project. And is make that it what pretty. that is for the for me? It's yeah. it's very like, I like it's a project. I like mowing the lawn for the same reason. Like you get something done. You can see what you've accomplished very quickly. Um, also, it stays for a week or two. Yeah. You know, depending on what you make, and great gifts for all your friends. Who doesn't love it when someone comes to the office with a cake or a pile of cookies or something? Well, as long as it's like not a banana nut bread. Oh, well. Right, Aaron? But I put whiskey in my banana bread. Can I drink the whiskey before I have to eat a fucking banana bread? You can do a shot and the banana bread. Banana loaf was actually my nickname in high school. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) Lies. (laughs) Yeah, loaf was never. Okay, so... You did it's Hooters. because they found a poo in the stall after a you poo? left. A poo? Who says a poo? Well, it's a banana loaf. <laughs> oh. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Um, one of the things that I admire the most about you, I'm not sure if I've ever told you this, is that... You've never actually said anything nice to me, so no. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Are you sure the... you want to start now? Yeah, I'll start okay, now. Okay, all right. Um, you, uh, okay. You did. You never allowed your your boobs to define you. As a matter of fact, you used not used, but you took what people's perception of that would be, and then you molded it into what you wanted it to be. Does that make sense? Yeah, kinda. Yeah. I mean, well, be- they never <clears throat> because I'm I'm certain you walked into some offices for jobs and they didn't take you seriously. Uh huh. So how do you address that? With somebody. Well, you have to dive into it, I suppose. Worse so, for men or women, by the way. <clears throat> Do you get judged more by men or women? <laughs> Very different topics. Guys are obvious. Yeah. Girls are just mean. If there's a problem. Like right. If there's a, an issue at all. Explain the difference. So guys just Girls are, stare. Guy, yeah, guys are... Guys will... <laughs> I love catching a guy, especially when they they think you didn't notice. Yeah, they're looking straight at your tits, and then they they realize they did it, and they look right back up at your eyes. And do you ever I, say anything to him? No. Well, I will only do it if I'm in a really feisty mood, and right. I'll, you know, otherwise I don't want to embarrass people necessarily. But I always see it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, I would too, yeah. but it's, you know, especially if I'm wearing a low cut shirt. And you can't get mad at people, by the way. 
If you're wearing a low-cut shirt, or if your tits are as big as mine, whatever, and someone looks at them, you can't be mad. They're sticking out. It's like if someone had a big nose or a mole on their cheek, they're gonna look. Or if my, if I if I was wearing like nut shorts. Yeah. Uh huh. I'm gonna look. Yeah. You just did <laughs> I look. Just did. You just did look. Well, you were grabbing your sack, man. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, grabbing my sack is gonna be the name of my next book. Go ahead. <laughs> Some banana loaf is gonna be mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so a dude is is more is is that easier to deal with? Well, yeah, because for the most part, a guy's intentions are the, it's the same. It's always the same. I would like to see those. But with women, it's different because sometimes it could be out of envy. Sometimes it could be out of jealousy mm-hmm. sometimes it could be out of just you know like uh, confusion or uncomfortable whatever and so you never know so you know girls are obviously more complicated than men we've always been that way yeah so it's a little bit harder to sort of navigate those situations as far as work in Hollywood have and because I know you've had obstacles with people who are giving jobs has the you op- can read all about that in my new book called uh, <laughs> Everybody mm-hmm. Curses, I Swear. Available now on Amazon.com. Well, that's what we're going to talk about <laughs> a little bit. Um, it's it's Your story is amazing because you really took who you are, which is uh, funny, smart, also happens to be beautiful, and unfiltered. And so there was no real niche for you as that person and you basically carved your own well it didn't i I don't think that we meant well at least i didn't know it was happening you never wanted to be on camera no would you please tell that like that you it took is is he he's your business partner yeah so my business partner at no good tv is Mm -hmm. um he was sort of the mastermind behind all this so when we met he was already starting this company and and he knew exactly what he wanted tell everybody what no good tv is um ngtv.com is a website where we do lots of uncensored celebrity interviews (laughs) and we've been doing them for a real long time (laughs) but they're amazing because you you do something that i don't think you get enough credit for you know those uh what are those called uh when you go those junkets those people answer the same questions over I'm sure, be, you know, the Chris Evans answered the same Captain America question over and over. And somehow in five minutes, you get people and huge stars to completely take their wall down and say absurd shit. But the funny thing is, is that I don't feel like I'm I'm getting I don't feel like I'm getting, quote unquote, getting them to do something or duping them into something. It's um, all I am enjoying that process as much as I think they should be. Yeah. So, so sometimes they just get numbed to the whole system of being asked, so tell me about your character. Yeah. Well, what was it like working with Marlon Brando? Or, you know, like whatever the question is. But because he's dead, same. so it's really hard. What inspired now? you to create this character? Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. But, you know, when I walk into a, any given interview, I'm super excited about being there, and I want to ask them something that you as the audience wants to hear an, an answer to. Yeah. Because I know... I don't give a fuck about knowing what their inspiration for yeah. the character was. <laughs> Unless there was something really cool going on, there probably isn't a good answer. So Can you give somebody can you give them the people listening an example of like what would to you, do you have a favorite question you've ever asked somebody that gave you your favorite answer? Oh god. 
No, I can't answer that off the top of my head. Do you have a Do you have an example of a question you might have asked somebody that isn't a typical question, right? That people don't hear at junkets. Um, do you, don't you ask people what their favorite? I mean, I've I've walked in and been like, "Is it true this is a cocksucking good time?" Yeah. Or, you know, it could be anything. <laughs> it's just. But it takes the, the walls down the right second, away. Yeah, the second you, oh, at least me, the second I have um, energy and and I throw out a curse word and they know that kind of all the bets are off and that they can have some fun. Yeah. People just tend to be themselves and have fun. It's because people want to have fun. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Especially when they're, I mean, these big tentpole movies, like I just saw Captain America Me too. last night. Oh, it was so fucking good. I know. I love Spider-Man so much. Me too. That new Spider-Man was amazing. I'm so excited. That dude's name, I think, is Tom Holland. He's, by the way, it was ah. great casting. Yeah, and you know what? I was sitting there like, and I am I am a big fan of people who are good actors who also have good comedic timing. So Robert Downey Jr. has great comedic timing. This dude, young kid, in a scene with Robert Downey Jr., and Robert Downey Jr. usually destroys people in scenes. He can be intimidating as well. He hell, went toe-to-toe yeah. -to -toe just as funny. Yep. I would even say... Maybe a little funnier. They just, they did that scene correctly. And I was actually just having this conversation. Um, there, There's a part of that where <clears throat> they, they see each other for the first time. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give anything away. Right. But there's a moment where I, 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 I swear to God, if I'm wrong, I, I would love to know. I need to ask Robert Downey Jr. But Hold on, Aaron. Does she need to be closer to the mic or are we good? It felt like uh, We're I'm going to okay. get closer to the mic. No, hey, I just want to make sure. <clears throat> it felt like um, most of that scene was improv by Robert Downey Jr. and which makes Spider-Man even better yeah. because he was able to just sort of go with it and it was so good. I was really impressed. You know what else I saw this weekend was Jungle Book. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Now, I loved the cartoon, right? Growing up, I think it might have been my favorite. Wanna be just yeah. <laughs> it might have been my favorite Disney movie growing up. This Jungle Book was fucking outstanding. Uh. And I'm going to say just just so everybody who's listening who knows me, I went to both movies not high. Oh. And I still like them both a lot. What happened? Did you run out? Well, one of the movies I went to on Mother's Day, and that was Jungle Book during the day. So your mom didn't want to get high with I you? It was me, Beth, and Jacob, <laughs> and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and stay sober for this one. Of course, Jacob was wasted. Jacob, of course he was. <laughs> and your wife was probably high, too. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> I tell you, I, I ran it. I walked into my weed store, and I walk in there, and Jacob was in there. <laughs> I tell you, okay. Awkward. I walk in, and he's standing there, and I see him. You it's know, better than walking into the strip club and seeing him standing there. I know. That's next. <laughs> So I asked him, I go, hey. And he turns around and he goes, oh, hey. I go, what are you doing in here? He goes, I'm pretty sure I'm doing the same thing you're doing. And I, and then he put his wallet away. I go, what's going on? Why are you putting your wallet away? He goes, well, you're buying now. You're here, right? I go, no, I'm not buying your fucking drugs, dude. You buy your own drugs. And I'll buy us a hamburger afterwards, but I am not <laughs> buying your... So, what, do you get best dad of the year or worst dad of the year? <laughs> neither. Like, he's, he's legal to buy it, so there's nothing I can do. Nope. It's, cr it's so good. crazy. I like that you draw the line, though. You just won't pay for it. I won't pay for it, and I won't smoke with them. Like, it's weird, though, because when my kids are, you know, my two older kids are over 21, and I'll have a beer with them. I'll drink. I, if they wanted to have a drink. 
But for some reason, the stigma of, and I still think weed is fine, but for some reason. Well, because it's not legal everywhere. So but it's, it's legal still here still. But it's weird that I draw that line. And I, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why. Do you think there is a difference? Uh, the, no, well, no, not necessarily. But right. the difference is, is that we've grown up with weed being illegal I most know. of our lives. And so it's weird to try and then. I know for him and his friends. They don't think it's a big deal at all. Because half of their life it wasn't illegal. That's so crazy, right? <laughs> yeah, they pretty much grew up with everyone they know smoking weed. I mean, Snoop Dogg was probably his first, the first role model of weed. For, I know. I mean, it was for us too, but he was none when it happened. None. I like that. That's an age. <laughs> he was none. Yeah. Not. <laughs> that's a new age. How old is he? None. None. Uh, uh, By the way, I have a pet peeve. You have three kids, so you you can. Why? I know, I understand the, the reasoning and the technology behind it and all that stuff, but when your kid is six months, it's six months. When it's mm-hmm. a year, it's a year. After that, it's not 18 months. It's not any yeah, of those I'm, things. I'm it drives you. me nuts. I'm with you. I think months stop at 12. If you're going to go to 24, I it's as far as I'll let you go. But after 24... You can't keep going. No, because you then I'm doing math. You can't even keep going after 12. Yeah, are you done at 12? I'm done at 12. He's a year. It's a year old. You have a human being now, officially. <laughs> you know what gets me also is that people who throw big birthday parties for their one-year-old. Listen. It just feels like such a bummer waste. It is because the truth of the matter is... does not remember a damn thing. No, not a fucking thing. And the problem is is that the parents get tired of of throwing these big, awesome birthday parties. So by the time the kid's like 11, when they can really appreciate the friends being impressed by this big party, they don't want to do it anymore. You know what else gets me? And this is part of the everybody gets something fucking trophy generation that I didn't do at my house. You know, at kids' birthday parties... As the person throwing the party, you're expected to give the other kids a goodie bag. Right. You're expected to give them a gift. Hey, the goodie bag is your stomach. Enjoy the cake. Take it home with you. But it's my kid's birthday party. I'm not giving your fucking kid a gift. That's every... Look, just when... We are in a world where every kid wins. No, but that's the thing. It's like, look, when your kid goes somewhere, if they have to see somebody else get a gift, Fine. Good. They have to learn that every day is not about them. Look, I, I hate to, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna go on a tiny little bit of a rant here, but we're crippling our children. Every time you tell them on a playground, use your words. Every time you ask them what do you want for dinner, every time you do that, you're making it seem like they are equal to you. They are not fucking equal to you. They are kids. They need to be told wrong from right. They they are they they're not part of the fucking discussion. Sometimes they don't get a fucking explanation. I'm just saying, when you take your kid's ability to solve problems by themselves away from them, when they go out, my buddy, uh, he runs a law law firm in Houston, and he had um, a person, he he yelled at one of his employees, and he got taken to HR. (laughs) Why? Because the person in HR with him, and she was 24, said, nobody's ever yelled at me before like that. And I was like, what the fuck? You've have got to yell at your kids. You have got to discipline your kids. This is not a conversation. This is not a thing where you're, it's not nice all the time. And sometimes, you know what, a be- the best thing you can do to the, your kid is say, because. Be- because why? Because I fucking said so. <laughs> because I'll kill the Easter bunny. Because. <gasps> be- I told my kid that one time. You are a horrible, now you definitely get worse dead in your Can I tell you something? Here's what he, he was, this is the best thing in the world. So this kid was swearing at other kids in the playground. And his mother was, he was, mother said to him, I was there. And his mother said, uh, and I'm not going to say the name, 
But hey, we'll just call him Timmy because that was his name. Hey, Timmy, don't swear at other boys and girls. And the kid said, why not? And the mother said, because it might hurt their ears or give them a tummy ache. And the kid said, well, I like to swear. And that was the end. And then my son heard that. And he was like, why can I swear to the kids? And I said, no. And he said, why? And I told him, I said, because I'll kill the Easter Bunny. Don't ask me why. Just don't swear to the kids. <laughs> and you know, he yeah. never wanted me to kill the Easter Bunny, so he stopped swearing. All right. <laughs> different strokes for different folks. I'm just saying, not everybody deserves a fucking explanation. I'm just, guys, real life is tough sometimes. Sometimes you got to be tough on your kids. I got a spanking every once in a while when yeah. I deserved it, for sure. Now, is this in your relationships or at your house? Um, mostly as an adult, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I took you off track for your story. So, when, working in this town, and I do that a lot, I know we both go on tangents, Has have, your, have men or women been a bigger obstacle for the way you look? And, or, or different types of obstacles, as you said, right? Well, I can't, like I said, I, I can't be sure if guys have actually stood in my way there have been a few times where i was kind of told like if you don't sleep with me i won't be helping you and i'm like yeah i didn't what ew um and and then i've also had women who just refuse to book me and i never know why until a guy that works under them or something tells me oh because that you dress too sexy or because you know whatever but you don't like to me you're you're you dress well, I mean, appropriate if you go and for whatever you are. But if you go and Google, sure. But the problem is <clears throat> there are women that can um, wear things on the red carpet that are like, you know, like J-Lo's dress that cut down yeah. to her belly button. Well, she doesn't have ginormous tits. So, oh, a little side boob. Right. No big deal. But the, if but I the show. the side of your boob if is I, the size of other people's whole boobs. <laughs> <laughs> like if you had a nipple on the side of your boob, I'm like, that's ample breast. I pretty much. But <laughs> but it is funny how much like Christina Hendricks got so much shit for I having know. gigantic tits. Well, it didn't it didn't take away the fact that she was great in that part. It didn't make her a different person, you know, personality wise. It didn't nothing happened. It's just the way people perceive this you, four inches of butt yeah. know, <laughs> butt crack on your chest. I, four inches of butt crack on your chest. <laughs> changes my entire image do and, you and by the way there's nothing i can do about it either no. like what was i supposed to do okay so some women go and get you know their lips injected right. or get a, a breast augmentation or something what was i supposed to go and get my boobs reduced because i wasn't getting booked on like e or whatever you know like right. was i supposed to do that i don't okay fuck that no right. i'm not doing that that you know what's interesting is that you mentioned like for whatever reason, giant butt celebrated. Giant yeah. boobs looked at in a completely different way. Interesting. That I just thought of that. Like J Lo's giant butt celebrated. Like legit celebrated. Yeah. But you're right when. Well, but at the same time, <clears throat> well, no, you're right. Your theory is. You don't think so, Aaron? On. I mean, Christina Hendricks is the—that's her name, right? Yeah—is yeah. the greatest example because she was. Her boobs, right, with big boobs is associated inappropriately with being not as smart mm -hmm. or a little oh, slutty. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you mean and that way, And a big yeah. butt is like, yay, J-Lo's got a big butt. 
Yeah, well, the right women. No? I, but then if you look at Nicki Minaj, people don't necessarily th- think that she's like the smartest woman in the world because her butt's so big. No, but she's not seen as a bimbo if she had the same equal sized boobs to the butt. That changes the perception. I think the word, and I hate to use the word bimbo, but that word uh. of, of, of being less intelligent or slutty applies to the boobs more than the butt, I think. I would think that you're correct in your assumption. I, at Not least, er- At least right now, because yeah. the butt thing is a whole new... That's a, a new one, right? It's a new one, yeah. It's a, and, and, and I'm okay with it. Celebrate the booty all you want. I think yeah. it's great. My only fear is those women that get... Um, just like they would get their boobs augmented, they get their butts augmented, yeah. and that's you know there's a lot, a lot of unhealthy ways of getting that done. That yeah, really c- really worries me. Yeah, the cement in the hotel Oof. room seems like not a good one. Aaron, did you do you not agree with that? The butt and the boob. I, I would say yeah that that girls with a big butt, there's nothing taken away from them. That's the what I mean. It, yeah, there's something for whatever reason. You don't question them. No, yeah, yeah, there's something taken away because of the boobs i had never thought about before until just now is it do you think it's i mean is it a a a race thing too like because certain cultures definitely that's what um that that's what their their women look like where like here hollywood sort of became the blonde haired big boob bimbo thank you marilyn (laughs) how big her boobs weren't that big were they no but they were bigger than normal and she definitely flaunted them jane mansfield did as well yeah I'm a big fan of Jane Mansfield. I mean, both beautiful women. So, yeah, without a doubt. I, You know what? And I'm more of a fan. Like, I love that era of woman because in my, this is just for me. I like the woman. I like a woman to look like a woman. I like curves and I like I don't need a six pack and I don't like I just do you know what I mean? I like that era, the way the women looked. I especially someone who has a daughter like. It's tough for me to look at what she thinks she's supposed to look like. It's really tough for me. She's well, and it's really trendy now, too. I mean, you have to really decide. Either you're going to be anorexic or you're going to be plastic or you're going to be trying to put your body into a shape that it's not meant to yeah. be. And, like, we're not Play-Doh. We're just born with what we got. I know. How about just... Be healthy with what you have. Like, and if that means that you you're a bigger boned person, then just make sure you're not over an unhealthy weight. If you're, you know, if you're a smaller boned person, then g- g- bless you. Yeah, you, you you're awesome. And I, I mean, it's funny because I never wanted these because I never cared about them because I'm more of a dude inside than I am you a are. woman. Yeah. It's funny to me because I still look at my body from as an outsider, and and it just seems. What do you mean by that? I can look at myself like detach it from me. Uh, this is not me, although it's obviously become part of my persona now. Because how am I supposed to de- you like? Right. I don't have a detachable penis. There's no. There's no detachable boobs. There's no- By the way, detachable penis not a terrible name for a punk band. Um, it's a song. Detachable penis. You've never heard this song? No. Who sings oh it? Oh my God! You're googling it. Who sings it? Who sings I it? I forget now. Who sings yeah, that, Aaron? I'll, I'll look it up. Thank, Thank you. you. I've I forgot. Heard of it. But it's a great song. Um, it might even be Diva or something. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not like I can, I can't do anything about it. So it just became something I had to deal with, which is why what you were asking earlier, sometimes I'll just disarm people by like making a boob joke first. Or it's the best way to do it. Because otherwise it becomes this uncomfortable elephant, <laughs> a two elephants Tell, in yeah, the room. Yeah. Elephants. <laughs> <laughs> it's a band called King Missile. Oh, there you go. I don't know. King Missile? King Missile. Hey. 
Can you play a little? 1992. Can you play a little bit of it? Do you have it? I really? can try. Um, oh, it's a wonderful song. Uh, <laughs> it's not even that good. It's, like, it's just one of those songs you remember. Touch up a penis. It's great. I can't wait. I'm, I'm looking forward to him playing it. You're NGTV.com, yes. which we pulled away from a little bit, too. Um, was How much resistance was there to you, looking the way you do, walking into a room, swearing in front of celebrities? Um, it, it was not easy at first. I think we when I came in when I, nobody was doing what I was doing. It's it doesn't. Nobody seem, still does what you do. Well, it, and but it's it, people get away with being really dirty now. Right. But when I started doing this like a decade ago, um, you 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 didn't hear celebrities swear, except maybe on Howard Stern or something. Like it right. really was not something that was done, and even movies weren't as dirty as they are now. Like we're all potty mouths now. Yes. Which is why I wrote the book. Yeah, I love it. But um. So when I started, it was definitely I I got lots of reactions of what you just said what yeah you know and and a lot of the publicists were it took a second for them to realize that okay well the celebrities are having fun so how mad should we be who what was the first interview that legitimized you the like the first person who was there ever one like was there that first one where you where you walked out of there and the PR people were like, no, 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 and the and the studio was like, that was fucking great. Or the artist was like, that was fucking great. Is there one where you were like, oh, now we're off and running? Well, I just remember I interviewed Kiefer Sutherland once, and his publicist yeah. at the time was a pretty... Um, Jack Bauer. Yes. <laughs> Do you a, remember the interview she's talking about? No, or no, no, I okay, just okay. love 24. Got it, got he, it. He's a cool motherfucker, too, on top Is of Is he a everything. tiny fella? No, he's not tiny. He's not huge, but he's not tiny. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I'm just more asking. Could Lost I take Boys him? was like one of my favorite mine too. So you, how about Flatliners? Yes. <sighs> Underrated film, Flatliners. How about Stand Flat. By Me? How about any? He's been in so many movies. I know. But anyway, so the, when I finally got to meet him, I was like, yes. And I knew, you know, I, I knew he would be cool. But his publicist at the time was um, fairly conservative, and he had been going through some stuff in the media, and so, y- you know, you never know what you're walking into, and. As soon as I told him we were uncensored, he he just lit up, and he wanted to go for it. And I I could feel the publicist standing behind my shoulder, <laughs> like giving him the you know cut it, cut it, cut it sign, like don't don't say anything, don't do any of this. And he just looked at her and went, "Yeah, this is fucking awesome." <laughs> like That's he just awesome. the whole thing just kept going. And at the end, he you know gave me a high five and thanked me for allowing him to do that because obviously he hadn't been able to just be himself on very many places and um that was that moment for me of like yes people want to do this everybody wants to be free to say whatever it is that they want to say and even like when i first interviewed michael douglas he didn't fuck was not his go-to word but he wanted to to like be there with me what was it he said ass but like to him that was as far as he was going and that and it was good but that's good right so everybody's what movie was that for? Do you remember? No, I not at the moment. What was, do you have any idea which interview of yours has the most views on YouTube? Uh, well, it might be Borat. Oh, that's right. That interview was, at the time especially, groundbreaking. Well, because when Borat came out, it was groundbreaking. Yeah. No one had ever done anything like that before. Um, and what they, what you people probably don't even know is that <clears throat> they... You know, he was a character, and to be able to do interviews back to back for like three days 
you can't stay in character that long. It's right. really hard. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they asked us all to submit questions beforehand so that he could at least start to formulate some thoughts. And so he had cue cards off to the side that he could read. And they, they basically told us, like, just stick to the questions that you pre-approved. Right. But the problem was, as soon as I walked in, he went off script, so I went off script, and the whole thing was just whatever the fuck it was going to be. <laughs> I ended up sitting on his lap. He ended up t- calling me Pamela Anderson. Like the, I mean, the, it was ridiculous. And then that particular inter- interview ended up being like one of our most watched on YouTube, and it, that picture from that interview ended up putting me on like the cover of the Hollywood Reporter yeah. or something, and went Vanity Variety, or whatever. And it was just because at the time. Things like that didn't happen. People didn't sit on people's laps and have it be fun. People usually got sued for things like that. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, I was just doing, I still just do what I enjoy doing. I like letting people have a good time. And I like being the instigator of a good time. Well, you're also, you know what makes you very good at your job? Is that you're incredibly approachable and disarming. Like there's because I can take your gun away from you, right? Yeah, exactly. If you had those skills, that would be amazing. <gasps> I am going to work on it. Yeah. <laughs> Where um, are you gonna go? Yeah. Speaking of disarming, I have detachable penis. Yes. Oh, let's hear it. It's a. Okay. I don't hate it so far. It's 1992, so it's. Grunge. Oh, it's actually newer than I thought it was. Is it, this is a song about a strap-on? It's just about... Yeah, basically. Well, it's about, like, if he had a detachable penis. I wouldn't want a detachable penis. I'll tell you why. Because I lose my keys a lot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Did he say my penis was missing? That's the thing. He huh? woke up with a bad hangover. I, don't, I wouldn't want to leave my penis at somebody's house. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because, you know, like, if you leave your hat there and somebody you see somebody wearing it, you're like, you're fucking wearing my hat. Well, you left it at the house. Wait, what? that doesn't just give you... An, if, if you left your detachable penis at my house, I don't then get to wear it around. Why not? Because that's... No. Are there rules to detachable... Oh, here's the chorus. <laughs> this could have been after um, John Wayne Bobbitt as well. Oh, maybe. A man who woke up without his penis. Well, let me ask he you... He definitely... Yeah. He did. He woke up in the process of his penis yeah but then he became a porn star have you did you see those porns Mm, i don't know if i actually ever did did you see the porn that came out last week i like that you pluralized porn just then porns (laughs) um did you see the porn that came out last week of the with the woman who looks like ted cruz oh no oh i spent my morning this morning watching that i saw you you need to share these things with me i saw a picture of her oh and it's disturbing because it's so real it is like spot on Ted Cruz, yeah. right? If you had to fuck one of the people, one of the men in this election. Bernie Sanders. Really? You just said if I had to. Yeah. You're going to now think of all my choices. I'm going to give you your choices. Well, my choice is Sanders. He's so old. Dude, you know I like old I know. <laughs> We've known each other long yeah, enough but now. he's like old, like old guy in the Muppets. Heck there are old. no good choices for okay. your question. Okay, but I'm just going to list you a couple. Okay. Trump. That's a no. Ted Cruz. That's a no. Rick, uh, Mark I'm not, first of all, I'm not gracing any other Republican party with my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> Well, okay, so basically we're down to the men on the Democratic side. So that's Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton. Right. 
Well, and Hillary's that got a, a bigger dick I was going to say that's a joke about uh, So, but you wouldn't, I mean, just forget Republican Democrat. Let's just go. No, I would still go with Sanders. Not Marco Rubio? Handsome young man. Mm, no. No? No. Nah. Not Rick Santorum? I just actually for the joke? think that Sanders is a cool dude. Yeah. And I am not ageist. I know you're not. What's the oldest man you've had sex with? Uh, oh. Oh, not old. Not old. I haven't actually like gone through with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you standing up for yourself. But I'm I, not an agent. But I am totally like Bill it. Nye, not the science guy, but Bill Nye the actor, I yeah. think is one of the sexiest men alive. I don't know if I know the actor. I just know the science guy. He was in Underworld. He was in Love Actually. He was in... Um, yeah, uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. Oh, now I know who you're the talking dad. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a dad. fucking rock star. Really? Yes. What's the oldest you think you'd have sex with? I know the oldest person I've had sex no, with. No, because everybody ages differently. When I was in college, when I was 20, I had sex with this 40... <laughs> Fuck off. 40, 40 does not count 40, as old. When you're 20 and she's 48? Yeah, no, I'll give you credit, but she's not old. At She was double, double and a half my age. Correct, but she's still not old at 48. Well, at 20, I thought she was near fucking the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. Did she look good, though? She looked pretty good, but my buddy was like, he was having sex with her sister. And he was like, hey, I need you to go out with my my girlfriend's sister. And I'm like, that's cool. And he goes, she's a little older. She's from a different, she had a different dad. And I go, or a different mom. And I go, okay, uh, how much older? He goes, I'm not too sure, but like just a couple of years. So his the girl he was dating, and this was still old, was 30. And I was like, well, I don't mind dating like a 35, just going out with a 35-year-old, seeing what the deal is. And um, so we went out, and this was the night we actually went dancing. And I went dancing that night. And um, it was the first time I'd ever gone dancing with somebody, and she had to with stop. With your pants on. Well, she had to get winded. She got winded. She was like, I need to sit down. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm dating like somebody who got winded on the She was like, I got to stop after this one. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, See, uh-huh. I'm okay with that because I'm not getting out of my chair. I know you're shoulder dancing the whole time. <laughs> yep. You're you're giving... And me and Grandpa are gonna be happy hanging out at the bar. <laughs> yeah, sipping your Jameson, <laughs> nibbling on some beer nuts. <laughs> right. I I have to tell. Oh, I told. I think we talked about this a little bit before the show started. I saw the single most disgusting thing of all time, and I, and I shared it on I think my Snapchat or Instagram. Was it a pimple on your ass? No. But I don't pop those. I let them. I let them fester. I let them ride. I ride it out. Your jeans. Your jeans will take care of them. Oh, you know what I mean, oh, yeah. Friction. He's right. I mean, they go by themselves. How often do you wash your jeans? Uh, it completely depends. Okay. I do wash them. I know some people are like you're not supposed to wash your jeans. Yeah, I've. This is a new thing I learned. You're not supposed. I haven't. I don't think I've washed these for quite a while. But I don't. <laughs> I don't buy into that because you're. You still sweat a little, and you still body yeah, stuff. Yeah, they say you're supposed to put them in a plastic bag and put them in the freezer. That's so stupid. It, I've done it. And do they still stink? No, no, it goes away. You're freezing out the dirt. Well, you're you freezing freeze out, the, out stink, the stink. Yeah, the germs. Yeah. yeah, but still walking around day to day, you just get it gets especially in L.A. You know, listen, I used to ride a moped. Um, I and so I know is that sexy? Can I tell you something funny about my moped? <laughs> Please. Okay, so my moped broke a little bit. The muffler broke, so it, it sounded like a Harley. <laughs> 
ridiculous as you're driving through the neighborhood. And people would turn around because they expect to see a Harley, and it's me on a moped, like on a Vespa. Oh, it was so bad. But uh, but on my moped, how I knew the air was bad is because I would every now and then I would apply some chapstick before I got on my moped, Ooh. and I would get off my moped and the my lips were black from the soot in the yeah. air so in la your, your shit gets dirty yeah but you can take them hang them up and beat them with a stick is that what you do you beat your jeans with a stick and you put them in the freezer or you could just put them in the fucking washing machine like a human being yeah but then you're gonna ruin the ruin the what the dye and all that do you know what's funny to me? I, I've been noticing a this a lot more lately is yeah. that when you can tell when people wear the same jeans all the time because they get that outline of their wallet or their phone in the same yeah. pocket. <laughs> do you have one, Aaron? Oh, yeah. See, I yeah, don't. Yeah, you do. Look at that. The I don't have a wa- I don't own a wallet or I don't own a lot. There are a lot of things that grown ups should have that I don't know. Where do you where do you put your money? In my pocket. Now, just in, are you going to ask me? <laughs> what a me, concept. <laughs> yeah. Are you going to ask me, have you lost things? Oh, I lose either. Yeah, but I know people that lose their phones and their wallets on a daily basis. I lose my credit cards and my license more than I should because when I take money out of my pocket, they're next to it and it just falls out and I don't see it. So right now, I don't have a license. Hey, why don't you get one of those cool wristband or you know armband wallets? You're trying you to flex for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got some guns, girl. No, not right now. I don't. Um. I, I'm, that's not a terrible. Oh, you know what scares me? Fanny pack. The, there are some cool fanny packs out right I'm now. I'm not a hundred percent against fanny pack not anymore. Not right now. Not yeah. anymore. They changed them. Yeah, I'm not. A, look, I'm not a hundred percent in favor. I'm also not a hundred percent out of favor. Correct. You know uh, what else they make now? I have a pair of gun holster holsters that are they they're pockets. They're like two um, bags on my huh? holster. Oh, over the shoulder. It goes over the shoulder, and there's one As on part each of side. The bra? So instead of where, no, 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 it's just a holster. It's like a, it's it's a instead of like a bag that you carry, it has it's a holster. Oh, I might. And on that. either side, where you would put the guns, it's actually just a pocket. It fits my phone. It fits all my stuff. Where I did you get love that? Love it. Uh, it's a company called Jungle Tribe. Oh, but fine. they also make this really cool. Um, it's like a thigh bag that wraps around your thigh and wraps around your waist. I can relate. And to I've that. seen some really cool. <laughs> It's a strap-on. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen some guys rocking the thigh bags, and they're actually pretty cool. Thigh bags? Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're a rocker, though. You like rock and roll people. We we have a phone call. Would you like to talk to somebody? Oh, my God. There's people calling in? I know. This is... Yes. All right, Wait, everybody. Wait, ask him if he has a detachable penis. He might. Okay. So, hey, hey, you're on. Is it Justin? Oh, yeah. This is my boy. Hey, buddy. Hi, Justin. How Hi, are you? Hi, Justin. I'm wonderful. How are you doing? Good. You're on with Carrie and myself. Do you have a detachable penis? Uh, I can for you, girl. Hey. He he doesn't have a detachable penis because he and his husband both have actual penises. Oh. So So there's two in that house. They don't need a detachable one. I'm coming over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's happening, Justin? Wow. Justin's in Nashville. Not much. Oh, my God. Today was amazing. I love this city, man. I love this city. Went to lunch this afternoon and came across a downtown Keith Urban concert that was out of the blue. A downtown Just a Keith- random concert? Yeah, he was performing outside. He launched his tour. He said, why not? We'll just do a concert downtown in uh, Nashville. That's, That's what happens amazing. in Nashville. Just like pop-up concerts yeah. by the biggest artists in the world. Wait, have you not been to Nashville? I've never been. Okay, I went to a place called... Have you been to Santa's Pub yet, Justin? 
No, I want to so badly. I think we're going next weekend. Santa's Pub is basically a double-wide trailer that only serves beer. You pay cash. You can smoke inside, and they sing karaoke. And when I last time I was there, you know, if you believe the people who were there, Casey Musgraves had just been there. Like, people go in there to fuck around and sing. It's a blast. Yeah, I, there is some video of me doing an embarrassing song from there that I hope nobody ever puts out. Julia, don't ever ever put that out uh justin do you have <laughs> oh, by the way justin um are you coming to the live taping of the podcast on may 21st in nashville uh, dude you know i will be I'll, I'll definitely be there it's the day after my birthday so i'm hoping a lot of people show up and uh, i'll get some shirts made and stuff for uh, oh. our, uh are you gonna bring some people nice. yeah i'm bringing some people man you're nice. a fucking good dude He's you're a good, good dude uh, did you have a question you wanted to ask carrie I, I do. Um, my, the, the eighth grade gay self of mine is super jealous of you for uh, Dead Seven. Oh. For, oh, what is that? With, Dead, Dead Seven is a movie I did for sci-fi, yeah. but I happen to be cast with um, all the NSYNC guys, the Backstreet Boys guys, the 98 Degrees guys. Uh. Uh, oh, it's, which which so, band was you? Who was yeah, your guy? But, which one was your guy? Uh, back in the day, it was Nick Carter. Unfortunately, he has not aged well, so I'm going with uh, Jeff Timmons. Well, okay, wait. First of all, I see Nick on a, a, I see him a lot, and he looks awesome. We're going to agree with that, by the way. So I haven't seen really? the movie, but I saw him in person. I'm like, this dude's handsome. He is very handsome. Yeah. And, and I, we all kept making fun of him, too, because he's really pretty. Yeah. To be like this gnarly, like he was trying to be this rough and tough cowboy yeah, in Dead 7. I'm like, your teeth are perfectly white. I know. <laughs> it's not like you need to chew or something. Yeah. Can... <laughs> or get punched once. But Nick is also one of the coolest guys I've ever met in my life. He's so sweet, so caring, so just generous, and he's wonderful. Right. Um, but Jeff Timmons, I actually got to kiss Jeff Timmons. On Ooh, a, I'm not sure I know who that is. He's in 98 Degrees. So he's not Nick Lachey. He's the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like being the other guy in Wham. It's, it's Nick and his brother <laughs> and Jeff and then right. the other guy. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, Jeff was cool. Um, He's very muscly. I know, I know. I, I, I can't even talk about it right now. <laughs> You're so funny. Well, what can I tell you about him? Uh, soft lips, <laughs> very big pecs. Um, I mean, are you keep going? I'm writing it down. <laughs> you, are you writing it down just, for just later? Say, just say Justin after this. Just say Justin <laughs> after a few of those descriptors. So um, he looks really good in his jeans, Justin. Wow. Does he put them in the freezer? I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Actually, I could text him. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If I went to somebody's house and opened up freezer and saw jeans in there, I would have to play a practical joke. What would you do? I might pee in the bag. Oh, you <laughs> dick. Man, that way you'd have to wash your fucking jeans like a real person. You're such an asshole. Uh, I said might. Yeah, but Probably like 100% chance. Freezing pee in your food refrigerator? That's gross. It'd be in a bag. You're gross. It'd be in a bag. You've never peed in a bottle and put it in your refrigerator? I can honestly say no, because is that's it, gross. Am I the weird one? Justin, Aaron, help am me I the weird here. one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just as a joke, you've never put it in a bottle to people like, what's First this? First of all, do you know how hard it is for a girl to pee into a bottle? I don't. Don't you have a penis? And a guy with a detachable penis, it's really hard. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you, Justin. <laughs> uh, you, how, is it hard to aim? It's really hard. They actually they make little funnels for women now so that we can pee in bottles on road trips. <laughs> really? And it fits over your vagina? Yes. Really? It's, it's almost like a little, like, yeah, it does like a little, um, like a cupping that covers all your girl parts. So, uh-huh. you know, you get any leakage and it, it spouts down into a little... A funnel shape that you can put into a bottle. Cause why should you guys be the only ones that can pee in a bottle? What's that called? The funnel? I don't. Can you look it up? Cause it's a real thing, and they make them in multiple colors. Funnelina, funnelgina. Um, I'm I trying to think know. of a funny name, but I haven't hit one yet. It's not going to be. It's that. called a shiwi. A shiwi. <laughs> That's great. Is that true? Yeah, as far as I know. And by the way, guys, I am rock hard listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Can you prove it? Will you send us a picture? <laughs> I'll send guys send in your pictures to at fairly normal pod of you and your shiwi. <laughs> I would love to see some shiwi. There's a shiwi. Uh, Justin, how you knew that is kind of crazy. Yeah, why did you know that? Do you have sisters? I do, um, and she's super normal. So uh, I think it's just me and my husband are a little fucked up. <laughs> we need. I need to hang out with these guys. <laughs> Good guy. I'm, I'm super excited to see you. And oh, we're bringing over a picture of the shiwi. Yeah, see, look. Let me see that. It's like a little. It's a cup. It almost looks like one of those, um, one of those shovels that you get at like a bulk food. Oh store. yeah, that doesn't look at all what I thought it was gonna look like. It looks like a weird snout. It looks like yeah, like a vacuum attachment to when you want to get into that hard little corner and you can't. You know what I mean? You need that long snout. Yeah. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I've uh, yeah. Have you ever peed in a shiwi? No, I've never used one. Have you peeweed? I've never peeweed. Hmm. No. Justin, this has been a very enlightening conversation. Absolutely. This is why I enjoy calling in. You're the best. I'm going to see you in a couple weeks, yeah? Absolutely, man. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Me too. Let me know if you need anything, okay? For sure. All right, nice to meet you, Justin. Guys. Thank, Thank you, Gary. It's a pleasure talking to you. You too. I'll tell Jeff you said hi. Oh, my God. Don't even joke. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. So cute. Bye, guys. Who Hi. who is the person you fangirled the most over that you've interviewed? Mm, ooh, well, Mike Patton from Faith No More. Really? Yeah. Be- that shows how much of a rocker you are because you've interviewed everyone, massive movie stars. Yeah. Well, so and he's like not like top of he's not a list rock star either. He is to me, you I fucker. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Take it down and Do you know what's funny? Let me tell you the story about that day, too, because it was a weird thing that happened, and I regret it every day, literally every day. Um, so at the NGTV studios, we had, for some reason, we had booked um, back-to-back interviews, or maybe they weren't meant to be back-to-back, and we took too long with the first one, but the first one was um, John Turturro. Mm-hmm. And... He's amazing. He's so fun. Funny, too, And right? I had no idea that he was going to be that chatty and lively, and we were just talking for hours. Obviously, we went over. So when the interview was done, we walked up, and you know, we have a bar in our lobby. I know. You've been there. Mm-hmm. You've gotten drunk at the Shark Tank. I have. Um, and, like, I'm sitting there trying to talk to John Turturro and, like, get him out of the building because it— because Mike Patton was sitting at the bar waiting for his interview, and I'm like completely conflicted. And I don't know why in my head I didn't just bring John yeah. over to the bar. And I think I, I think I was worried. I had like my producer hat on, and I think I just kept thinking that I needed to get the day over because we were paying people to be there, you know, whatever. And I'm a fucking idiot to have that moment at the bar with John Turturro and Mike Patton talking to each other yeah. over a car. Co- 
why did I not let that happen? Okay. So I kept them separated, yeah. and I escorted John out, and then I went over, and I had to shift gears, and it was too much for me. I couldn't, I just couldn't get my brain back into one place, and so I just kept looking at Mike, and believe, okay, I love Mike Patton for his brain. Not, I don't want to have sex with him necessar- necessarily. I just, but that's not why right. I like him. Right. I, I like him because he's fucking crazy in the head, and. As I'm, I totally pulled a Chris Farley. Like you did. I just was looking at him like, yeah, you, need, you know that song, <laughs> that thing you did. So fucking cool. <laughs> I sucked. <laughs> it was the worst interview ever, and I know he was like, "What the fuck am I doing here? Talking to this idiot oh, blonde girl no. with big tits that like can't even hold a sentence together." Do you think that is your biggest fail as an interviewer? No, I'm sure I've had many more. <laughs> the first time I interviewed um, Rob Zombie was pretty bad, too. Why? Um, I think I pulled kind of the same thing. Like, he's a, you know, I walked in thinking I could joke around with him. He's not a very jokey guy. He doesn't seem like he's a real jokey dude. But he's a total nerd, so if you can get him talking about stuff that he's uh, he likes or that he's into, you can have a great interview with him. I just wasn't also in that headspace You know, he either. directed Tom Papa's stand-up special? He Tool. did? Yeah. Who did, Rob? Rob Zombie, yeah. Yeah, he's good. Stand-up special? Yeah. That's interesting. He Crazy. just likes stuff. He I likes guess. what he likes. <clears throat> but yeah, so when I got in and I, I was just doing my thing and he was just sort of looking at me funny and he wasn't doing anything wrong. He was just doing him and I was just... <laughs> 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 and uh, when I got back to the office, I handed the tapes over to the editor and my I wasn't thinking much of it and um, the one producer came over to me and he was like, the fuck happened? <laughs> He's like, you just nervously giggled your way through that interview. <laughs> like, meh. Uh, that's too bad. Is yeah. there? Have you had an interview that you've been so excited about and the person was disappointing where you were like, never, that's why some people say never meet your idols. Have there been that one? And do you talk about it in your book? Do you want to give people a little bit of a... Clue? Yeah, actually, there's an entire chapter about that one bad interview that you, went horribly, horribly wrong. Do you want to give people a little <clears throat> snippet? Um, yeah, well, I can tell you it was Bruce Willis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've heard some not-so-great things about him. Here's what I've heard, and I'll say him because I know you're an extraordinarily nice person, so you would never. But I've heard— Wait, did you read that chapter? <laughs> yeah. I've heard he's a bit of a dick. Well, the funny thing is, is that when this all went down, again, I was pretty early in my career. So right. th- what I was trying to do was not for every, you know, just what not right. everybody was used to it yet. And um, granted, I, what I what I did with it, you, ha- you have to read the story because it's really better if you just hear the whole thing as it went down. But no, he was still revered as like the number one action yes. star. Everyone loved Bruce Willis, and then, like, I tried to have fun with him, and it went horribly wrong, and it devastated me beyond belief. Like to the point where I wanted to never interview anyone ever again, and I, I just basically shut down. Did you ever interview him again? Yeah, I had to. And did he remember you? Nope. And did you approach that interview differently? Well, yeah. Uh, well, that's a long story. It's really you really have to read that chapter in the Just book. Just give everyone a, you want to tease them to get them to buy the book. Oh, well, because it it's part of the whole journey that right. that whole chapter is. To be honest, it's um, yeah, I I had to come about it differently. But by that time. I, it was more about just getting face to face with this person that had just broken my life. <laughs> you yeah, know? and recovering, right? Mm-hmm. And 
I mean, at the end of the day, however you build it up into your head, no matter what situation goes down, if you spend enough time with it alone in your head, you will build it up into the most horrific thing possible. Yes. When really, if you just face it again, whether it's an ex-boyfriend or an old boss or anything, the next time you see that person, all of that gets diffused. And it's not as big as it was the time before. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like your fears, the longer you sit with a fear, the bigger and badder it gets. Mm-hmm. That's why when I'm nervous about something or nervous about doing something, I try to do it right the fuck away. Is that why you scheduled me today? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because the longer you build it up, you look, your brain is a very powerful thing, right? The longer you build it up, the bigger and badder that monster is. Uh-huh. So you might as well just tackle the monster right fucking now. But listen, one of the reasons that I uh, really do admire you is you didn't want to be in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. No. Right? And, I didn't. And it, it, you were pushed to be there. You did it. Like, you, that was something you were scared of. And you it was not only fear that you conquered... But you ended up being really fucking good at it. Like, what's the, is there a seminal moment for you where you were like, oh, I can do this? Well, <clears throat> I, I, kept... I use the word seminal. How do you like that, Aaron? <laughs> it's pretty good. Did Does I use it correctly? It correctly? Yeah, you're, yeah. You're dirty. Seminal? <laughs> to me, that's just a dirty word. I didn't word. say seminal. I, I, I wiped it off. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, we, there was a point in the company where we had to start producing original content mm-hmm. and Karosh, my business partner, and I discussed on m- multiple occasions like, OK, well, we're going to have to put somebody in front of the camera. And he was like, yeah, it should be you. And I said, yeah, no, that needs to be someone that's done this before. And he's like, yeah, I don't I don't want a trained professional. I want this to feel different. And and I agreed with him about that. So I'm like, well, so we'll just find someone that can do it differently, you know. Right. And but you because know, what did you want to do? Well, we just really, our whole theory behind the company was that we just wanted to, like, know what it felt like to sit down and have a beer with the biggest stars in the world. Like, I don't want this to feel like an interview. I just want this to feel like a moment in time. Right. Like, you just happen to run into them somewhere. And I was like, this can't be that hard. We just find somebody. So we started looking around, started auditioning. Well, in the meantime, Kuros pulled a fast one, and he's like, hey, want to interview Lemmy from Motorhead? I'm like, Fuck you, man. Like, yeah, like I'm going to give that to somebody else. Fine. Yeah. So I agreed to it. We The day came. We sat around at uh, the Cat Club on Sunset and Wade, he was performing that day. And right before the interview was about to start, he just booked it out the back door and was like, see, yeah, like didn't, I don't even think he was like, aware of the fact right, that we were right, sitting right, there right. waiting. Um, so my interview with Lemmy never happened. But at that point... I had already said yes once, and so Karoj booked like 20 other interviews, and that became what I did for a living. Yeah, <laughs> right, and, and well, right? Well, not at first, no. I, didn't, I don't think I was What's the do you, Can you think of the time, the first time where you were like, oh, I'm getting the hang of this? Well, I'm, I'm sure it was a, a few months or years in. Um, we, we progressed. We used to cover a lot of weird music festivals mm-hmm. and um, like a lot of hip-hop shows, and I knew nothing You're about not hip-hop. a hip-hop. So those were hard. You're a foot tapper. (laughs) Yeah. You're not hip hop. Yeah, you're a foot tapper. But I do enjoy it, but I just I don't know anything, especially these underground bands. Like that's just not something I'm aware of. But sometimes, by the way, those are the best interviews. So it's a lot less pressure. Yes. For both people, by the way. And it's looser. And you might ask a silly question that actually loosens that person up. I love people 
who interview sports stars who know nothing about the sports. Yeah. Because to me... Well, you ask different questions. Yes. Because I'm not going to sit there and ask you about like, okay, like for me, it's like a Star Trek. If I meet somebody from Star Trek at Comic-Con and I'm like, oh my God, do you remember in that episode 24 where you did that thing? And, then right. you, and they're like, I don't even remember right. filming that right. episode. Right, 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 right. That's what you yeah, get right. when you're watching ESPN. <laughs> yes. And you know the Star Trek guy that I would ask? You ever feel goofy wearing that suit yeah. 10 years later <laughs> at this fucking convention? Like, and he's like, that's when he starts to make it rain all oh, over yeah, your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, nope, I don't. I'm sure, let's think of a different term than make it rain all over my face. <laughs> let's 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 go ahead and agree that you'll never say that to me again. Right, Aaron? I can't guarantee yeah. anything. I don't, I'm not sure. You know, the, also, what I always would tell people about you, and this is what separates you two, is that you are on the raunchier side you are on the i'll say anything side but you're not negative and you don't make fun of people it's more of arms wide open this is a party that i'm throwing come on everybody it's gonna be fun it's it's like but an all-inclusive mud wrestling match. but nobody does that like now <laughs> if it's raunchy people assume raunchy means you're gonna be poking fun of people and that's not your vibe well and that especially happened when we first launched as well when i started doing this when you when i would walk in the room and tell people on uh, we were uncensored it was either oh you're gonna start asking me really personal questions yeah. or oh cool you're gonna get topless yeah i'm like wait no no, that's yeah. not what uncensored means, you idiots. I mean, it could. <laughs> it but could, yeah. but this, we're not, this wasn't Playboy TV. This yeah. Is, <laughs> I mean, I know no good gives the connotation of something it's else. every now and then. I mean, yeah. I mean, the, the one thing that we, we tried desperately to do was just to make sure that everybody was having fun and everybody was was pushing the boundaries to the extent that they wanted to and and that you know we it was i was bullied as a kid so the the idea of going too far with questions that people are uncomfortable with was not something i ever wanted to do why would right. i do that i want everybody being on the joke that seems like more like when i watch tv and obviously i i've worked on both sides i worked on a show where it was encouraged to make fun of people and then I had my own show where I kind of took more of the angle that you took, which is I want it to be fun. Like I want it to be. And it's interesting the reaction you get from people. It's a completely different re th from the well, one's offensive and one's defensive. Yeah. But I mean, like from fans, too. Oh, well, yeah, it's interesting, like uh, and the type of people. So I, I, I'm with you like. I'm not afraid to speak my mind and like I'm, every now and then I'll go on a rant about parents who are stupid or whatever, but opinions, I try really hard. I, I do try really hard not to unnecessarily make fun of people. Well, it's, and here's the thing. Everybody's allowed to have an opinion. Yes. But if your opinion is about something like you are a parent, you're allowed to have an opinion about what you think is bad parenting. Yeah. But I don't really want to hear about your bad opinion of Kanye West necessarily. Like it just doesn't one. matter. <laughs> <laughs> I have one. Does that I count? Think, I think mean, lots of people do. Yeah. But I mean, if Kanye West was sitting here and you hated him, would you tell him that you hated him? No. Would you make fun of him to his face? No, but I would question him. I would question him in the way that I do question him, which is basically why so why arrogant you look like that <laughs> why so serious uh why so arrogant is what i would say and i i would well, and at that point he'd be like fuck you get out yeah, yeah. He well he's in my dojo he can leave 
Yeah, he can get he can walk his five four but frame like, right out of here. But and and if anybody ever came up and was like, mm, why does your face look like that? I'd be like, cause I'm just lucky. <laughs> <laughs> just lucky i guess <laughs> um you but know it's what? way more fun to be fun i agree and inclusive i will tell you also you know and i and i've tried to tell this a couple times the disgusting thing that i saw the other day did i say it yet out loud the dude i, I posted it on my instagram and my snapchat then the dude yeah did i talk about it yet not on this uh, but on the yeah on social media you did for those of you who didn't see that it was the single most disgusting thing i've ever seen and he, really was that he deserved in public now outside of the homeless person that i saw shit in her hands and <laughs> and push it into a mailbox all right what you're about to say is doesn't even come close to i that. think it does it, you know what if, okay we have to put this into some category then. okay no 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 i think I, I will tell you what this is the most disgusting thing you've seen a civilized person no do. because i still think this is more disgusting than her shitting in her hands and pushing it into a mailbox okay i saw a grown person bite his thumbnail off and then hold his thumbnail and pick his teeth with it as he was at lunch with a woman who did not say a fucking thing about it which means it's happened so many times in front of her she's given up maybe she was so appalled she didn't know what to say uh, she had a defeated look on her Here's face. Here's the thing. What you're gonna defend it? No, I'm not gonna defend are it. Are you gonna I'm tell gonna me do that's... A what's grosser than gross right now? But are you telling me that's not I think no, that's grosser vile. than shitting in your hand and pushing it in a mailbox. No. The only reason I would say that is because shitting in your hand and pushing in a mailbox is kind of funny. I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's, yes, funny, yeah. but you're now uh, inflicting your shit on someone else. You've never flung poo at somebody? N no, weird. You've never flung poo at somebody? I knew someone You've who... never shit in somebody's mailbox? No. Why? What? Who does this? What degenerate are you? I, listen, I will say that I have pooped in a bag and then put the poop in somebody's mailbox, but they deserved it. Okay, I knew a girl who told me that she had to take a shit when she was taking a shower. And so instead of just stepping out of the shower and sitting down on the toilet, that is obviously right next to the shower, mm -hmm. she decided to grab the empty Kleenox, Kleenex box off the back of the toilet and shit in it. In the shower, she shit in a box? Yep. What? Still confused to this day Wait, why okay. that was the better way to go. I got a couple questions. How old was she? Like in her 20s. She good looking? Yes. Hmm. And did she not, she took all the Kleenex out of the box? Apparently it was empty. Um, did she not know that a cardboard box, when it gets wet, isn't, <laughs> it doesn't really hold things that well? These are all good questions. Did you ask her any of it? Why didn't she just get out of the shower? One last question. Yep. Well, by the way, and I have an answer for that. What did she do with the box when she was done? I don't know. I, I will tell I you. I was distracted. I'm not a fan of getting out of the shower, and, and this is going to be TMI. But I don't like getting in the shower, pooping, and then wiping. I don't like that feeling. Of wet paper? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Dry your butt off. Sit down mm -hmm. with or, a dry ass. Or you could poop or go back and then go back in the shower and wash it off. Well, all of those things are possible, but why shit would you box. shit in a box? <laughs> you know, I don't have an answer for that. Does she, is she around? Can we call her? No. She passed? No. <laughs> I have no idea how to get in touch with her. Um, okay. Hello, God? Can we... If anybody's listening... I wouldn't mind either you tweeting me or calling 323-282-7424. What's grosser? The fingernail person or the pooping in the hand and pushing in the mailbox? I think or it's, the shitting in a box. Well, shitting in the box, 
I think is grosser than the mailbox. The mailbox thing to me, because maybe because I laughed when I saw it, it just wasn't gross. Do you know what I mean? And who knows? Maybe that person didn't give her a quarter when she was asking for one, and she was like, yeah, I'm going to shit in his mailbox. What's grosser, <clears throat> period blood or Oof. poo? Um, I don't think either is gross. <laughs> Necessarily. In, out but, of context. But fingernails somehow have just crossed the line for well, you. Well, <laughs> I don't think... Here's the thing. I don't if think, it oozes, it's cool. If it's... <laughs> well, listen, I don't think either is gross... In out of context, like you put it in context, like if somebody, look, I, my brother, for some, my brother stepped in my poop before. Oh. Yeah, and and for some reason, and I learned that day, for some reason, stepping in, in human poo is way grosser than stepping in animal poo. For sure. But why? Because. But why, Aaron? Yes, everybody has the same answer. I mean, it's generally there's more of it. <laughs> but, oh, that's a very good. <laughs> Wow, just a little, little window into your world I didn't need. When I was young, I mean, I've had dogs all my life, but when I was younger, I, we were playing Frisbee in the backyard at my friend's house, and I ran, and I thought it was a rock that I was picking up, and oh, I grabbed a Jesus. whole thing of, like, wet dog shit. It was just in a pile. Like, it wasn't clumped like a poo. It yeah. was in a, like, a wet... Like Lincoln log. Uh, it, w- it wasn't even a log. It was like an ooze. So it, it oh, looked, it looked like, like, an, a, like the poop emoji. Kind of. Yeah, kinda. without the eyes. But I grabbed it thinking it was a rock and went, oh, God, and it oozed all through my Did fingers. You throw up? And it, was, it was gross. No, I never threw up. I, I want, if anybody, and I know nobody listens live, or most people are scared to call except for Justin, because we love you, Justin. Uh, but if you're listening, 323-282-7424, fingernail picker or poop in the box? I still think the poop in the mailbox is funny. So I don't think, I think that, look, there's so many things that are gross. You One, can't keep like oh, wait. defending your side because oh, now wait. people are just going to well, pick you your can def- side. You can pick yours. I'm just saying, <laughs> the picking the nail in public, I wouldn't do it, whatever. What if it was a toenail? Can I tell you the grossest thing? Okay. I had a roommate, and this is the grossest thing I think I've ever seen anyone do in person in front of me, who used to floss his teeth and then lick the floss. Oh, <laughs> lick the floss. That's And then throw up. the floss away. And I said to him one day. Why would you do that? Yeah, that's exactly what I said. He goes, it's just food. I go, no. Well, it's just food, but it's also food you just picked out of your teeth with bacteria and blood and flesh. You, and, you picked it for a and reason. And then he would, like, like just <laughs> wipe it clean. Is that the grossest thing ever? Why are you cleaning the trash? You know, it's trash anyway. Yeah, but he said, here's what he said. He was like, clever. (laughs) He said, he was like, I already ate it. And I'm like, "Mm." yeah, and that's just why, though. Yeah, yeah. Technically, technically, no. Yeah, yeah. Very true. No, you just take it. You chewed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hey, you're on with Carrie and Josh. What's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Lauren. I'm calling from Illinois. Hey, how are you? Hi. What do you. Oh, I'm pretty good. Tell me what's grosser. The shit. Really? <laughs> <laughs> shit in general is just gross. Even though Thank he's in public, much. he's in public on a date, and he's got his own. In, in, yeah. Unless there's shit on the nail. Well. Oh, we don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. a very good point. But shit in general is agreed upon that it's the grossest. I thing. guess, but that it's made me nasty. laugh. That made me laugh. This dude sitting across from a date, picking his teeth with his own fingernail was outside of my buddy licking his own dental floss the grossest thing ever. Hey, would it change your opinion at all if it was his toenail, not his fingernail? Ooh. 
Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Have a good night. You too. All right, I have a question for you, Carrie. I forgot to ask a bunch of people this. As a woman, okay. Be careful that it's me you're asking. I know. You're on a first date. Yeah. Would you rather give a guy, first date, you just want to get out of there. Do I? First I, date. You like him. Okay. First date. What is, what's more personal? What would you rather do on a first date? Foot massage with lotion or hand job? Because oh. to me, I, the foot massage to me, I'm out. I got to know you a little bit. I don't know why it is that the foot is grosser, but. Uh, it does feel more intimate, doesn't, doesn't it? it? Isn't that weird? Yeah. That the foot massage... You have to... If you do a proper foot massage, for everyone listening, yeah. it, you have to get all up in between the toes. Yeah. And that's a very personal thing, especially because a lot of people are ticklish, but too. But the dick is also fairly personal. Nah. <laughs> I mean... But isn't that interesting? You like, would pretty much... If you closed your eyes, you would pretty much take a hand job from just about anybody. I... And if you opened your eyes and found out that it was like some big sweaty dude, you'd be yeah. like... Ah. Close my eyes, close my eyes, close my eyes. Well, I'd be like, listen, listen, out of respect, I'm going to finish. But I, I will tell you that, um, hand, yeah, I, I, well, I, for me, as a man, the foot massage feels way more personal yeah. than the hand job. I don't, I mean, and, and plus I'd rather have a hand job, but it just seems... I love a foot massage, though. I do. Whenever I go to get my nails done, I always add in the, the extra, like, 20-minute foot massage. So what is your answer to this? Well, but what that, seems more personal to you? It's, it's different when you're paying someone to yes. like do yeah. it for 10 minutes, but it seems very clinical. Like you've just hired the doctor or something. But now I like this guy and he's rubbing my feet. Different, right? Can he give me a hand job instead? Uh, <laughs> yes, he can. Do you have a detachable penis? Yeah. Okay. Well, in a weird way, it's almost like feet and boobs are similar, at least, you know, in, in my on my body so like if, if you're gonna touch my feet it's yeah. almost like touching my boobs really for me because i really i like it and that's personal there was a whole period of time where i would never even take off my shoes do you know that i actually when i go get excuse me massages i say don't touch my feet because you might get an erection no i i don't get an erection from except a foot massage. when josh does it i mean the other josh yeah exactly <laughs> i don't get a, an erection from a foot massage but I generally, foot massage to me is like bread pudding. Bread pudding, do you know bread pudding? Yeah. Bread pudding is either fucking great or terrible. There's no in between for me on bread pudding. Oh, well, come on. I mean, so for me, a foot massage. Even a bad foot massage no. is a good foot massage. It's like trying to, somebody no. tried to tell me that they don't like donuts. I'm like, there's no such thing as a bad donut. Completely different. Not. The, I agree no. with you. You can get a bad foot massage. You've, let me ask you a question. Okay. You've never had, uh, because there's a right way to work the foot in the wrong. You've never been with a dude sexually who doesn't know what he's doing? Yeah, but okay. I've never had a bad foot massage. Never? I mean, okay, here's the thing. Is some it, are better than others, yeah, but they're all good? they're all good. I mean, some like sometimes they get a little hard. Sometimes they're too soft, and you're like, eh, pump yeah. that shit up. Smooth it down, like, ow, a little bit. Really? But otherwise, it's still good. Yeah, not for me. I, I, I'm I, very particular. Now, for me, like... You want to put your paw up here? Put my paw up there? <laughs> Come on. What part of your body do you like 
when you go to massage, what's the part of the body you look forward to the most? The foot? Yeah, I, oh, it depends on if I have pains. I, I really like my shoulders and I really like when they rub my feet. But I actually had one massage, um, and I don't even remember what the guy looked like. Didn't even care. It didn't matter. It was the most stimulating massage I've ever had, and it was because he was he went down my arms and grabbed my hands with his hands, like interlaced his fingers with my hands, and was just massaging me. And I was like, "Holy shit! I, like, I want to ask God. for the <laughs> the little extra. <laughs> do it." They don't do the little extra on women, do they? Yeah, apparently you can. I've never, I, but they are available. I I just can't even imagine how complicated that is. Well, it's not that complicated. I mean, for some women, that's true. It's definitely complicated. By the way, it's so you know, it's such a different sex for men and women. is so different because we're all in the ballpark of what we like. Yep. You know what I mean? If there's a spot that we all pretty much can agree on, women like some hard, some slow, some you know what I mean? Like got to be in and out at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's like a, it's a whole. It's a there's the playbook is not the same for everybody. It's not, but that's why communication has to happen. Yeah. You can't just go blindly into that good night. You have to. <laughs> yeah, you really need to speak up. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's very very important, mm-hmm. especially for. I always feel bad when like people that start dating and the first thing that happens, it's like bad first sex time, yeah. and then they don't talk about it. Well, can I just say, when you say bad sex, let's qualify that. Yep. It's almost like you with a foot massage. So for a guy, all sex is good, right? Because you're ha- now some yeah, is better than others. Yeah, but for girls, not all sex is good. That's the right. So really? Yeah, because sometimes you you're fine. You're doing your thing, right. and you are not paying any attention to the ebbs and flows that is happening inside right. a girl's body. And you guys can be perfectly content getting off and rolling over and. We got nothing out of that. Right. Except giving pleasure to your friend. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad it worked for you. And as usual, women are here to service you. Totally kidding. It's what's wrong with the world, really. What, no communication during sex? No, that we're here to service you. <laughs> I don't, you know. There are villages, there's, there are cultures where the women are the ones in charge, they run the group, and the men literally are there to service what the women. What culture is that? I, I've read numerous ones, but you can look that up. Um, Aaron, is there one? I don't know. There are, for sure. And I think it's in uh, how amazing. a place called Smith College. <laughs> Anybody get that reference? You're welcome. To have the, to have the exact opposite structure in... And for you, your mind is blown right now. You're like, really? I would do that. But, sure, but it doesn't happen here. Well, if if you were in that culture, what would be your first order of business? Mm. I mean, as long as we're playing make believe. Um, I think that, uh, like, just like, would I get something off for myself? Yeah. What? What? Like, if you were there, you were like the first week, mm, top of the list. Here's what I want. I think every guy would have to take a class in oral. Really? Yes. How do you mess that up? It's what? More often than not, I think people mess that up. How do you mess that up? You have up? to be patient with women. It doesn't just happen. I mean, if you're lucky, it does. Right. But not, no, not always. <gasps> just like I think, I mean, everybody, well, it should happen in this culture as well. Right. I think every, everybody should get lessons in oral. We should all be better. I mean, I'm be good bo- to each other. I'm you guys. on board for that. 
I I always ask my gay friends, tell me, like, how do you suck dick? I want to learn. I want to know all the techniques. Because like you said, everybody's different. It's a yes. little bit different. Like, yes, you can go up and down and you can spin around and you can do whatever. But what else? What else can I do? Well, it's good to ask a guy. But guys, guys almost never know, ask girls. But guy, it's good to ask a dude because guys know what they like. When you yeah. ask another girl, they're just getting, it's just the information that they've been told. Yeah, 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 yeah. But how, when, I mean, when's the last time you asked a girl, like, to, well, you're married, but yeah. when's the last time anybody asked a girl, like, hey, what's the best way to give head? I used to ask all the time. You're special. No, I just, listen, I know how much shit people talk, and I didn't want to be that guy. That dude, he was, he was, for whatever reason, he was licking my taint for like 15 minutes. Like, I didn't want to be that guy. Hey, I mean, if that's your thing, if you're into that, I'll be patient. I'll wait if mm -hmm. that's what you need. But, like, I need something, too. Yeah. <laughs> taint liquor. Right. I don't, there's no. No. It's funny. You had Margaret Cho on here last time. Yeah. And um, she I was, was so funny. I was listening to your podcast. She's great. I love that woman so much. But I, I've actually interviewed her, too, and we had an entire conversation about... Um, sucking dick and eating ass. <laughs> and I learned so much from that woman. Really? Anything you want to share? <laughs> just, well, I mean, the, I guess the, the, the bottom line was just guys need to keep that shit clean. And the I, ass. All of it. Yeah. All of it. It gets musty and stanky down there. And yeah. if you guys want us to do stuff down there, you got to keep that shit clean. I mean, girls as well. We all yeah. got to keep our stuff. And if you know you've just been out dancing all night or you've been like riding a motorcycle or go, you know you're getting it on. Go to the bathroom and wash. All right. Let me ask you a question because I don't know. For guys, and I can only speak for me, but I'm wearing jeans, right? Mm -hmm. So if I go out on, on a date... If I spend three hours in jeans, especially the jeans dudes are wearing now, things get tight and musty. So Fine. You, so you wash when you get home? Well, That's... right before you're about to get naked, how about you disappear and use a baby wipe? By the way, and let me just say this as a grown man. As a grown man, if you are at your house and you at your house do not have baby wipes by the toilet, you're a fucking animal. You're a dirty, dirty You boy. are a fucking savage animal. Go get a... Because, listen... You got hairy assholes. That stuff clings. It's not just that. Listen, as somebody who has kids, and my buddy, uh, uh, John Henson, John Henson said this to me the other night, and he's right. Anybody with kids knows, if you are wiping your ass and you're using toilet paper and not a baby wipe, you're really just moving it around. <laughs> I mean, you're getting some of it, but you're not doing what you need to do. It's true. So if you are a grown man and you're not using a baby wipe and you would like somebody to be in that area and have it not smell like poo, get a fucking baby wipe. Well, yeah, and if, <clears throat> if you're uncircumcised as well, you got to make sure all that stuff is cleaned I'm out. I'm going to get recircumcised. How? Huh? No, that didn't mean. I mean, I'm mean, gonna get reattached. Oh, you want? Okay, yeah, uncircumcised. uncircumcised. <laughs> That's fine. I'm, but I'm just gonna get it attached. Are you mad that they that no, you got I'm circumcised? No, so glad you are. I'm gonna just get the foreskin reattached, but to my nuts, like a little window shade. Oh. And I'm so I can pull it up and. <laughs> That's, That's a thought. <laughs> I can pull it up Seems and down. Seems practical. Do you know you've been? We've been here for an hour and a half. For real? 
could talk for days. I've always said you and I, I don't should. even like you, Josh Wolf. I've always said you and I should do something together. <laughs> oh, you meant this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what would you like to plug? Um, well, I have a cameo in Sharknado coming up in uh, on Sci-Fi. Sharknado July, 4. Sharknado 4, July 31st. The book is uh, available for pre-sale right now at Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. Guys, there are so many amazing fucking stories in there. And she's an overwhelmingly positive person. But there's you're going to hear some stories about some of your favorite people you've never heard. There's lots of before. celebrities cursing. Yeah. What's it called? Everybody curses, I swear. Never said it. So. Um, and uh, well, I think Dead Seven is going to be available on DVD coming up soon. And then, of course, Celebrity Apprentice, the new season with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, it's supposed to premiere in the fall. It's you know you basically just nonchalantly listed four huge credits. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I'm just going to go ahead and. Try to get people to come out to my show. Can I tell you one thing about Celebrity Apprentice? Yeah. If you guys don't know who's cast yet, I, I you know I love music. And so when I showed up the first day and Vince Neil, Carney Wilson, and Boy George. Amazing. I, my, my, everything just got wet. Yeah, at all at once. All at once. <laughs> That's like a fucking the Holy Trinity. So cool. Well, I can't wait to see it. And I'm so, by the way, People, before I say goodbye to Carrie, Nashville, come on, everybody. May 21st, I am doing a live taping of this show. It would mean so much to me if we packed that place out. Zanies, May 21st, it's a Saturday, 4 p.m. I get some very cool surprise guests. Um, also, just know... If you guys help me pack this place out, it's like a test run. More festivals will book me. I can come to your city and do some live shows. So please, everybody, it'd be great if you could tell your friends, even if you don't live there, if you know people in Nashville. And also, I will be at Parlor Live in Bellevue, which is near Seattle, Washington, Memorial Day weekend. I know everybody leaves town in Seattle for Memorial Day weekend, so it was a great weekend for me to come up. But pick one show to come out. It's going to be a good time. And I'll promise to make sure you have baby wipes so your ass and taint will be clean for your new audience. Listen, you don't think I travel with baby wipes? <laughs> hey, everybody, make sure you bring baby wipes to the show. Baby wipes wrapped <laughs> with weed. Uh, I wouldn't mind some baby wipe, roll, baby wipe rolling papers. Yeah, I'll be in Seattle, so bring me some. You guys have the legal weed. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. Um... I just I I saw an article by the way speaking of weed that said cocaine isn't trendy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we have to find a new drug uh, now. Oh, I guess I gotta go try to be trendy again. <sighs> you, know, you know I did meth once by accident. By accident. I thought I was doing coke. <laughs> it was the worst. Did you pull an Uma Thurman? Did you have to have somebody stick a needle in your heart? No, but it was the worst fucking two or three days of my life. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this has been amazing. Um, don't do drugs. Have or, clean sex. Yeah. And swear a lot. And don't pick your teeth with your fingernails. fingernails. And don't shove shit in a box. Well, it's just dumb. If you do video it, we love you. Baby wipes. Bye. <laughs>